Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Cleaning and Cocktails. Uh, as you can see, I got the shirt on this time, right? Because just coming off of an event that we had a couple weeks ago, which is again why some of these episodes uh, are kind of put a hold on some of the episodes. But again, we're back full force. I got some kick-ass guests coming up. Jared is with me here. You guys, so I've known Jared for a few years now. Uh, I, you know, mostly through through social media here and there. We, we commented on each other's posts. He's a, he's a wealth of knowledge. Um, again, super excited. He's the first Canadian that we have on the show. So that's a big boo-hoo to Canada, right? So we'll get into that, guys. But Jared comes from Calgary, Canada. And the name of the company is Picture Perfect Cleaning. He is a co-owner with the business. He's been in business for 10 years. So I'll get into the revenue as well, Jared. I'll get into all that. But again, you guys, you guys know why we're here, why we bring people like Jared into this uh, podcast is because the guy's got a great story. We're all about storytelling. We're all about empowering the cleaning industry. I know Jared is too. So again, sit back, relax, drink some cocktails, guys. I have Jared with me and let's just get right into it, my man. Talk about, talk, let, not that I want to go straight into revenue, but give us the initial steps of, again, nobody plans on getting into the cleaning industry. I love it. I know you do. How does this story start, man? Take us back to the to the beginning of the journey. For sure. First off, Ricky, thanks for having me. And I want to give you a cheers here. So yes. Cleaning clean cocktails, God do it. There you go. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, so yeah, you're right. We, we're actually 11 years now uh, in the business. Um, so it all started, um, I, you know, I took hotel restaurant management in school. I was working in the restaurant industry. And I thought that's where I was, you know, kind of headed. I thought I was going to own my own restaurant one day. Always very entrepreneurial. Um, but it was actually my now wife uh, at the time. Uh, she wasn't my wife, but she suggested uh, the cleaning industry. Her father was uh, a refugee from Iraq, uh, came here with, you know, very little English, uh, very little money in his pocket and became a janitor. And, you know, and then all her all his kids are well educated now and, uh, you know, doing extremely well. Uh, and she said, listen, there's some really good people out there that will work it's extremely smart hard for smart you. Woman. Yes. Yes, she is. Exactly. Um, she sure is. So um, she said, you should look at this. And at the time, I didn't take it very serious. You know, I, I kind of laughed it off a little bit, you know, like cleaning toilets. I'm not sure. Um, but then I started looking at the industry. Um, you know, seeing that there is a lot of mom and pops, you know, there's the small guys that don't really understand systems, don't understand the professional level that they need to bring it to. And then there's the big guys that don't really give that intimate experience. Right. And I knew that there was a there was an opportunity to kind of bring both together, have all the systems, the professionalism, the amazing communication, the technology. And at the same time, uh, give that boutique style, that intimate experience to the customer and the client. So. So I started looking at it. Uh, I was I had a, a friend of mine that was working at the restaurant that I, I brought this idea to. And he said, whatever you, you want to do, count me in. Uh, and we started with a couple of coffee shops and he cleaned one. I'd clean the other seven nights a week. Uh, and then I, I, by the way, I quit the restaurant cold turkey. And, and then we'd wake up in the morning and start cold calling and just hitting the ground running. Um, and, you know, eventually we got another one, another one. And um, today we have about 165 clients, about 120 custodians that work for us. Uh, we're doing about 3.2 million a year in sales. Um, and, uh, and we're loving every minute of it. Dude, Jared, yeah. well, give yourselves, hey, man, this is probably the quickest double cheers I've had in this episode. Let's do a <laughs> double cheers, right? Absolutely. 
And uh, why I say a double cheer is for, for a lot of the people that don't know. So maybe in Canada, it's a little different. But here in North America, Jared, dude, yeah, only the top 7% break that $1 million in revenue barrier. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, and then you have the larger, larger, you know, billion dollar revenue companies. Yes. But that's why I wanted cheers, because that, that is a milestone in itself, surpassing a million and then getting to three. Dude, yeah. kudos to you. I wanted to make a quick note for everybody to know, too, because I, I, a lot of time I don't ask this question, actually, is how much square footage do you cover, Jared? Because as I've gone to the BSCI conference, right? You go to the larger size contractor type of networking groups, not that they size, you know, you get sized up, but that's a statistic that, that you should get to know, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I bring this up, guys, because I think it was a week or two weeks ago, I was on a call with Jared and his and one of his guys, Michael, and it was a cool feeling because as we're talking, Michael's walking into one of their accounts, happened to be, I think it's a mall, and it was 300,000 square feet, nonchalant, you guys, just you just, hey guys, you know, don't don't mind me. I'm, you know, it's gonna get loud. I'm walking into one of our accounts, and then Jared's like, hey, you know, show him the account. So flips the phone, he shows us. It's just a mall. This is a three hundred thousand square foot mall. That's all. Like, but just the feeling of you guys having that confidence speaking about this account, uh, three hundred thousand square feet, man. That's no joke. Like, what what is the square footage that you guys are at right now? You know, uh, I, I've never actually gone gone through and looked at the full amount, but my guess is we're close to about eight hundred to a million square feet. It would be would be my guess. Uh, have I gone through everyone? No, but that that mall is a beast, uh, no question about it. So they're uh, they're an interesting one. They're they're not fully occupied yet, so it it, it sounds a lot bigger than it is uh, yeah. because the tra the traffic's still fairly low. Uh, but we we've been cleaning them for three years, and and they've been an amazing client. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would, I would guess somewhere from the 800 to a million square feet mark is probably where we're at. So, so, so Jared, I, you know, I, I got so many questions, but I actually want to dig deeper in this actually, cause I never really have really discussed this for, you know, the audience, right? We've we got a lot of small business owners that, that listen to the show, a lot of industry experts, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, bigger size companies as well. Yeah. But what, so what size were you, when, how long have you had that account, for example? Let's, yeah, so that so that mall we we've had them since they opened, uh, and it's been about three years. Three years, okay. Yeah. So and I and I'm doing this for context for the, for the audience. Here it is. Yeah. So then three years ago, what size were you? You know, uh, let's say based off revenue, what size were you guys off of revenue? Yeah, we were we were around two point seven three years ago. So okay. we actually yeah we we've kind of we've kind of plateaued in the last few years, you know, with COVID and that sort of thing. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. But yeah. the reason why I asked that, Jared, is, again, I want the audience to, to let that sink in. Jared is a, at that point, was a $2.7 million size cleaning business, which, you know, again, that's a big business in, in, if you look at statistics. But at the same time, it's a small business when you look at the bigger guys. But yes. why, why I'm touching on this for everybody to realize is that's, Jared's a, he's a small size cleaning company winning a 300,000 square foot mall shows you you can compete with the big guys. Uh, do you mind me asking, like, what what was, and we're going so deep into this account, what was the reason that, did they give you that they chose you over somebody else? 
You know, it was really being at the right place at the right time. Um, this this mall in particular is all about local services, so so they wanted to use a local provider. So they're all of the all the vendors there are local, so it's kind of awesome. almost like a it's like a high end farmers market, right? So so because of that, to be consistent with their brand, they were looking for a local cleaner. Oh, so they man. actually they actually they actually awesome. found us on they found us online. And they reached out and they reached out to a few companies. But I remember that first call when when they called me, they're, they're based out of Toronto. They called me and, and we had a 45 minute conversation and he, nice. he we hit it. We, we you felt it right away. Right. And he's yeah. like this. Th this is a great match, you know, and and, uh, and they've trusted us ever since. And they've been an amazing client. So Dude, see that that's yeah. that's a great I mean, just. You know, again, I didn't mean to go so deep, but I wanted to actually peel back the onion there because that, that's a yeah. perfect example that we can compete with the bigger guys. Um, in this case, they were looking for local, so that's in your favor. But hey, is Calgary, is, how big is Calgary? Uh, we're, we're, I think we're about 1.2 million or so. That's a so, big city. So decent, decent size, yeah. Decent size yeah. City, yeah, for sure. Awesome. So I've asked this a couple times now, and I, and I love when I get the answers to this, but was there... A moment outside of the coffee shops, right? But, uh, what what moment did you realize when you were like, and, and uh, co-owner? What is the co-owner's name? Aaron. 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 Well, yes. What, was there a moment that you and Aaron were like, you know, guy, man, we made the right decision. We are on the path to something that we are we are excited about, and this is yeah. no longer just a side hustle. This is the future of our, uh, you know, could call it. Call it a career, but our entrepreneurship. What, yeah, yeah. Tell everybody what, what was that moment like. You know, you know, there there was a few. I I will say from the very beginning. So I, I've I've written maybe twenty different business plans for twenty different businesses before I started Picture Perfect. <laughs> and right, so and and every time I would get to a point where it says, you know, this just doesn't work. It just the numbers don't make sense, or maybe the demand doesn't make sense, or whatever. Right, I'd poke too many holes in it. This one made sense from beginning to end, and I just started seeing that all of it added up, right? So I, I was confident in the industry right away, um, right, right from the onset. I knew we were onto something good. So then, then came the grueling hard work, right? And then we got into it, and then it was an eye opener, you know, that we had to clean all night and work all day. Um, and, but I always knew, I always knew that we were onto something, right? There was never a moment of real doubt there were certainly moments of oh my goodness how am i going to get out of this mm -hmm. but um but we we knew that we were doing something right and people were liking what we were doing um so I, you know there was a moment where because uh, i came from the restaurant industry you know like so you kind of knew that overnight and, so you coming from restaurant industry you know like the overnight extended hours of Right, exactly. I already knew how to work hard, right? I was working hard from day day one, twelve hour days, and all that sort of stuff, right? So, um, so when we when we uh, started this, um, there was a moment where I was working on it, in the coffee shop. It was wide open, the windows. It was nighttime, and and there was a red light right beside that coffee shop where everyone was stopping. And that was it was the most trendy street in the city, uh, and so you know all the nightclubs were there and everything. Mm. And, 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 right, and I, I here resonate I am. Where the story is going, I could resonate. Right. Go, yeah. Go. Yeah. Nice. Um, so here I am mopping, you know, in this coffee shop, and I know there's people outside that probably know who I am that I've worked with because I was in the industry for so long, and you know, just at that age, and they were probably looking in, thinking, "What is Jared doing mopping a coffee shop right now?" And you know, that was a powerful moment for me, knowing I am in the right place. You know, I came from this place where. You know, it's just 
you know, going out for drinks and all this kind of stuff and nothing that was positive in any way. Uh, and here I am mopping this floor and it was the most humbling experience. And I said, this is where I need to be. And so, so that was, that was the next moment. What, it was year three where, when we started paying ourselves a consistent salary, right? And that's when I finally was like, okay, we've made it. We got a manager, you know, we started building some infrastructure and that's where I knew for sure we we're, we're good. Nice. So there's a few different steps along the way. Oh man. I, I feel you on that. I got goosebumps as you said that because uh, it's almost like an image thing, right? Like I remember the first couple of years it was like, I didn't really want to tell too many people, you know, what I was doing. I was just doing it. Um, because again, you're in a networking event. Yeah. What, what do you have to talk about when you say, yeah, I own a cleaning business, you know, like yeah. Yeah. whatever, it's a stigma, yeah. but yeah. Hey, we're both happy. We're, we're uh, proving that stigma wrong, but 100%. <laughs> so, but all right. So we're talking about restaurant hospitality and what, what comes to mind now, uh, because obviously Jared staffing is always an issue with everybody. Right. But what I've seen work for us in Chicago is going after busers, food runners, servers, because of what we just said earlier is the work ethic and uh, the hours that you work in hospitality almost sets you up to be a perfect cleaning technician or a supervisor or inspector. What would you say to that? Does that, are, are you on the same wavelength as me with that? Truth, truth be told, no, um, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> so so we actually um, uh, rarely, rarely hire people from that industry personally. And, that, and that's just our way. I mean, everyone has their own way, but um, I'm just, just well, being honest. That, well, you your- know, yeah, we're look, we look for a, a very a more mature custodian, right? So, um, like, I'm often looking for that. You know, maybe it's a husband and wife team. Um, you know, they're they're um, they're often they've been here maybe for for five to ten years, so they have you know a good knowledge of English. You know, they've been around for a while, um, but they're not because the, I find a lot of the people from the hospitality are fairly fleeting people in generally right yeah. so they're they yeah. kind of come and go they're 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 not sure where they want to be in life yet right so i'm looking for that a little bit more of a mature custodian okay. um, i'll yeah. take that so just take that. yeah different approach yeah hey. not saying one's hey. better hey. than the other nah yeah. for sure so yeah. knowing you jared and knowing and again seeing you on social media and you know just the, the wealth of knowledge that you bring uh, and for those who don't know jared right uh the guy smart guy uh has got a ton of we'll get into the articles and the, the publications and uh just the way you approach business jared um i respect very high you know highly respect it uh, because you bring value right you're, you're not you're not selling anything you you add value to people's um need their want their their hunger for trying to get it try to get to you know a place that you're at right now I feel like you've caught that bug of coaching and mentoring. You were actually telling me uh, some of the people you've mentored before, which I think we have some of the same um, colleagues that you've actually mentored. What, when, when was that moment that you knew? Because, you know, I, I've been asked to mentor and coach. Uh, there's a lot of coaches and mentors out there, good or bad, whatever, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But when did you know you said, hey, you know what? I want to I give back. I want to help. Uh, because a lot of people would say, we should stay focused on our business. You know, why are we trying to help others? You know, focus on your business. What do you have to say to that? Like what, what triggered you to say, yeah, I want to be a coach and a mentor. For sure. 
Um, couple things. It's a pretty deep question. I, I would say, you know, when I when I was in my you know early to mid twenties, I was craving that mentorship, and I couldn't find it. I didn't. I couldn't find someone that was willing to just you know take me and 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 say here I'm going to teach you everything I know and come with me for the ride. Uh, and I was w- willing and ready to work my butt off and do whatever it took. I just I was I was craving that mentorship and I never did find it. You know I had I have some good mentors. I shouldn't discount it. You know my father, my uncle, um, yeah. a few of my uncles. You know I had, I had some really good mentorship, but in the business world not as much. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, because family's uh, family. Right, family yeah. like they should, they're going to fall in that position to be a mentor or yes, know, in some way or the other. But yeah, okay, keep going. Yeah, no, exactly. So, so when I, you know, when I actually built this and proved that I, that I, I guess you could say I knew what I was doing to a certain degree somehow, um, and we made it to the, you know, to the point that we were at. I wanted to be able to share that with others, and you know, I want I wanted to give back because because I know that there's some amazing people out there that just don't know those proper steps to take, um, and so if if I can help speed that process up and get them there to you know A to B or Z or whatever that is faster, then I'm happy to do so, right? It's, and um, you know, when, when COVID hit, um, I um, I out of survival, I'm like, okay, well, you know, if if the world's crashing right now, what where should I put my attention to? So I started thinking, well, maybe I'll do some coaching on the side and see where it goes. And and I did. I've done some coaching and I've, I think I've helped quite a few individuals out, not really looking for, you know, not from a financial perspective, but more just, you know, to give back to, to the industry. Um, but I've never really, I've, I've always, I, I, one day, I think I'm going to put more attention to that. I really, I really believe that. Yeah. But yeah. then, Jared, don't you think too, this is why, like, this is my, my answer to the, you know, to everybody who's always asking about mentorship and coaching is I want to be fair to them, right? Where I want to have an agenda. I want to have a curriculum. I want to have a plan, right? Because it's one thing to answer the phone, answer a message, jump on a zoom call. Uh, Those are in the moment type of, uh, you know, uh, Q and A's type of things. But if you're really going to mentor or coach somebody, it's like you've got to be there for along the road, right? The journey, yes. the ups and downs. Yes. The, you know, shit's going to hit the fan. Uh, you're, you may have given bad advice for a certain moment, yeah. right? Like yeah. we're all human. We're all, you know, yeah. it's it's human nature. Um, but I, I respect, you know, the the ability and, and the want and the need to to try to help others because again, the the main thing why I do want to pick it up at some point and. I, like I've told you before, I want to build this program with with coaches. Is yeah. if we level everybody up, what does that do for our industry? Absolutely, up. it just goes. Up. Why? Because quality improves, efficiencies improve. Clients don't give us that. Oh well, the guy down the streets, you know, charging me fifteen, twenty bucks an hour. They're not going to charge that anymore. Why? Because sure. everybody is starting to raise the bar. So yes, um, I, I I feel like it's an important part that uh, we're always learning. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm always being mentored and coached. Um, I, I don't care what revenue I hit. Yes. Right. To be honest. Likewise. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I, absolutely. It, there's um, there there's there's a great opportunity to help each other out, right? And there's enough there's enough business for all of us. And with technology today, you know, like I can help someone out in Austin, Texas, and and it doesn't, you know, it only benefits him, and it doesn't hinder me in any way. But anyway, uh, that's right. That's right. So there, there's, there's a great opportunity, and, and let's, yeah, I, I agree. Let's. There's a, there's an amazing community online of, of you know, cleaning commercial cleaning owners, 
and we can all help each other. There's no question about it. Yes, you you need yeah. to come to the next cleaning and cocktails event, my friend. I know, yes. I know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Book so, me in. Uh, Jared, let's talk about your 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 online presence, man. And I bring this up for people to to listen on is your website's great. You, but it doesn't stop there. You know, like I, I again, right? I do my research. Um, you you have articles. You've got blogs. I've seen some video posts that you do. Uh, you guys have some like, I'm, do you have a YouTube channel or is it just YouTube videos that you guys we, have? We, we do have a, we have a YouTube channel. Not that we do much with it, but we do have a channel there. Yeah. It, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, social media is there. Uh, there's a lot that goes on on your website that if I didn't know you from the outside in, if I look on the website, I've gotten to know you. I understand yes. what the business is. Um, there's actually something I forgot to mention. PPR, Picture Perfect Cleaning, or no, Picture Perfect Cleaning, PPC. PPC. What's, that, what's the other meaning behind PPC, if you could share yeah, with Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, there's two two questions there, and I'll, I'll get to both of them. So so People, Planet, Community, play on words of PPC, Picture Perfect Cleaning, uh, came about as we've always been um, aware of the importance of corporate social responsibility and, and, and giving back. And that's been from day one, very, very important to me. Uh, I, I, I'm a capitalist, you know, and I, and I'm, but I'm also a Christian, you know, so, um, so um, there, it was Howard Schultz, uh, the, the founder of Starbucks that said, you know, there's a beautiful space in this world where you can make a lot of money and do a lot of good, right? And that's always been our philosophy from Everybody day one. Everybody should follow that philosophy. I don't yes. understand. <laughs> yes, exactly. 100%. And that's the thing. I, I, I'm, I'm the type that I'm, I'm just not a, I don't like relying on the government, right? And so I believe that corporations have a responsibility to give back because we have the manpower, right? So it doesn't always have to be money, but it can be people. So we go do volunteering events, you know, we do every year, we do a summer camp where our whole team goes and, you know, does all sorts of different activities for the camp and that sort of thing. Um, we do, we do a lot, we do, we do a lot of things, uh, like feed the hungry. And, and so this is, this is not a financial, we do pay for the food often, but, but it's also, you know, supplying the people. So that's always been really important to us. And it, it is, it just pays itself off, right? Like yeah. it's not just, it's not just a good thing to do. It's actually a good business thing to do to no, give back is. to your community. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's gotta, tell, like, Cause I know, yeah, we do, we're, I'm on the same boat as you with that. Like, doesn't don't you feel like it improves the overall culture of the of your company yes. too? Like they see yes. that you actually do care, and yes, it's about business. You know when, yeah. when it it's, when it's nitty gritty, uh, but there's always time because why? You got the people, you got the community, you got the infrastructure. Right. Yes. You're building something that can then yes. really uh, it's like tentacles to get out. Yes. There. Yes. Well, exactly. And the and and the people, by the way, like our custodians that come and do the work. They, they feel so good about it, right? Like when we do the Christmas hampers, we drop off. So we all go and we fill the baskets up and then we spread out and go to homes and, you know, deliver hampers. We do that every year. You know, like like our staff feels so good about what they're doing. And so you're creating a culture uh, within the company that's so much greater. It gives people purpose. Um, and it, it, it's powerful stuff. It really is. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that's been important to us. Um, now, your next question, which is, Total, totally different um, is uh, I threw two yeah. out there. I do that. I <laughs> do that. I throw two at a time, and yeah. I try to I try to confuse you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. You did a little bit, but I, I caught up to myself here. So <laughs> the, the the it was about the online presence. Yes. Um, online presence. Yeah. It is. Listen, like 
Um, Google is the yellow pages times a billion on steroids, right? So when someone is looking for you, um, you know, back in the day, they, you know, they, uh, they, I need a cleaner, right? Not everyone knows a commercial cleaner. So when they need someone, they opened up the yellow pages. Now, what do they do? They go on their phone, they go on their laptop, wherever it may be, and they start Googling, right? So you need an amazing online presence. I can't stress that enough to any cleaning company. Um, and there, that is multiple pronged, right? There are uh, many different avenues to take as far as having that presence goes. Um, but, you know, focus on a few at a time. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's how we got that mall. Right. They, they yeah. Googled us yeah. and and they, they found us online and then and then you got to capitalize on it, of course, because it's it's about uh, it's your brand, right? Your image. Uh, again, a lot of people that may search you guys, right? Everybody that's listening to this, they may never even speak to you. Right. That that site, that presence, that brand, that image is speaking to them. So just think about that for a second. Right. If if not, I'm not saying, you know, again, everything costs money. There's there's an expense there. There's there's a cost. Yeah. But just think about the return you're going to get if somebody clicks on your page and it just feels uh, it feels good. It, everybody wants yes. to do business with people they like or, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So think about it's got to speak for you when you're not able to speak is yes. really the bottom yes. line. Exactly. Tell the story, right? Tell the story on every avenue and, and wherever they look so they get a real feeling before they even call you who you are. Uh, and that, that is key. And there, there, there's, there's expensive ways to do it, which we have done. And there's inexpensive ways to do it as well, like getting Google reviews, right? Google reviews are free. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and they're about, I think we have 71 five-star Google reviews. We don't have a one negative review, right? And so people, and that, that, by the way, that's comes up all the time when people find us is, you know, I saw your, you have no bad Google reviews. Yeah. At first, I, I, they, they thought we were fake at first. They're like, we've never oh, seen a company yeah, that has 71 sure. perfect Google reviews, right? So that's huge. So, you know, get those Google reviews, get that online presence. Um, that's that's um, something that you can do inexpensively if you if you study it and learn it. So Awesome. So, yeah. Jared, as we're on the topic of, you know, websites and online presence, I know you personally are a big, a big tech guy, right? So... For, you know, a couple weeks ago, I think we were talking about Route 2.0, right? I was getting some feedback from you. How important would you say, again, we know technology will never take the place of a human performing the work, right? But talk about how technology will help you as a business owner and your teams improve. Is it as vital as people will say, right? Like me, I think it's vital. I think it's important. But, I mean, what's your two cents and how technology helps you yeah. as a business owner. Yeah, I know. Uh, absolutely. You know, it is super amazing what is out there right now. And, um, and, and the, the efficiencies that, that, that come into play when you bring in technology, uh, it's just, it's unbelievable. Like it, it just, it makes your life so much easier and, and it helps you scale your business, right? Like to a, to a totally different level. So like, I, I, I believe that we are in the best time ever to do business. Ever in the history of, of anything, there's no better time to do business because of technology, all right? So like I can do um, 90%, maybe even more of my work right from here, right from this spot. That's, yeah, that's right? what's crazy, right? So, Remote right. work, you would never yes. have thought 
Like, yes. I never thought that was going to be the case when I first started. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Um, I mean, we, we don't have an office, right? So, and, and when COVID hit, you know, like we... Wait, time, out, we time, out. time out, time out. You're a, you're a $3 million a year cleaning business. You don't have an office? We don't have an office. This is my office. Stop it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's, that a, that's is, a whole other story. We, can, we could go there. Yeah. That's a place for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, it's there's, there's like a whole other direction. Now. Hold on. That is, <laughs> that that is, is amazing, dude. well, listen, listen, it's because of technology, right? And it, it really is. And, and, you know, we do a lot of things that belt culture in different ways, right? Like going to do those community, you know, services, um, you know, we did. Uh, prior to COVID have weekly meetings at a, you know, a cafe, we rented out a, a boardroom there. Now we do it on zoom. Um, and so, yeah, there, wow, that's what, that is, oh, that is amazing. Think, so like that really, you know, when people think, oh, you need, an, you need a workplace environment to build culture. I mean, you're a testament to say no, like you don't, well, you, you don't. Really? I, wow. I, I don't believe you do. And a lot of people listen, like I've had this conversation with more than just you about, you know, how, I don't believe it. You can't do so it. So I don't want you to like come to my office then. You're going to come, right. you're gonna come right. here and be like, what the shit is going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Well, we're looking at, we're looking at some things right now, like an acquisition and they have a beautiful, well-run office. And maybe we'll go in there and say, if we do purchase it and we might say, listen, you know, actually this is a good system and let's keep uh, it right so i'm not i'm not saying like i haven't seen that other side but we've done it and it's worked well um and um yeah we anyways that's that's a that's a whole other conversation i'd happy to happy to talk yeah. about if you but uh right, um, but, I, that is uh that's a little shell shocking yes yeah okay. but 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 the point is is that we did it with technology right there's no yeah. way we could have done it without and we are in an amazing time right now if you use them properly and you put them in play implement the proper technology and and it's done right and those who are developing the technology really take the time you know like i know you do to take the time to understand that technology and um and and and, and the end user and what they need man it's 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 phenomenal how effective it can be. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, this that's why I'm happy we're friends. You can get a totally. lot of feedback from Jared. Everybody. Yeah. That's a good yeah. thing. Uh, Absolutely. So, Jared, let's talk about the fact that you again you're my first Canadian represented company. Um, what what would you say? Is there anything that stands out that is done differently? In the in, in the Canada region, as far as commercial cleaning goes, or because you've been in North America, you're right, you've been yeah. in the U.S., you've come to the shows here, like you know, you, you talk to business owners from U.S. Is there anything that is different, or or, or no? There, no, I mean, besides getting paid in maple syrup, um, you know, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, we, uh, uh, no, honestly, like you know, what's amazing about our our industry is that it is so the same everywhere you go like you know there's some like you know like rate like you have to pay more or charge more or that sort of thing but but like you know we can i can talk to someone in you know austin texas or utah or you know chicago and we're going through the same struggles right or the same successes right and and our stories are all very similar and that so so no i don't i don't think there is that much okay. that much difference no, well, that, i mean that's yeah, that's fair to, to, to hear that yeah. and it's actually yeah. that's motivating to hear that right because again me coming from you know i i own my business but building technology that just again 
proves the fact that technology for our space can be universal, right? Like we both know 100%. Mike from Sweps, Sweps out of Canada, right? Like yep. he knows the US consumer. Um, so that's why I was always interested in, is there anything different? And the way that app is built, I don't really see anything different really on, on, no. on how business is done in Canada and done here. Yeah. But I just, I want to ask you just on, on the personal level. Yeah, no, not, not, there's, there's not much. I mean, obviously there's subtleties that, are, that, you know, as far as getting the process of getting incorporated and the taxes and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, that's whatever you figure that stuff out. But as far as the janitorial industry, it's, it's the same. And you know, what's cool too. take that a little bit further is that's, just, it's the same for size too. I mean, whether you're doing, you know, $5,000 a month or even a thousand dollars a month, or you're doing, you know, like I was just meeting with a gentleman that oversaw 147 million a year in janitorial business. Yeah. They're the largest in, in our, in our country. And, and, and so, but he told me, he said, listen, like, it's the same, it's the same, right? Like whether you're doing a little bit or doing a lot, it's the same service. And so you just got to learn how to scale that. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's an amazing, so, it's an amazing industry. So Jared, not that this was meant on purpose here, but as you can see, I'm, I'm pretty much done with this drink. <laughs> and the question that I'm about to, I'm about to ask uh, compares to this drink here is, as I was looking on your website, I saw that you guys made your way to Mexico. What can you, I mean, what was that part of that, the PPC? Yes. Yes. Let's Big talk. Time. Is I drink a Modelo because you know, yeah. so again, that's right. That caught my no. eye. I the Mexican flag and the Canadian flag. I was like, wait a minute. What, what, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. What is that again? What? Share that story. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's really neat uh, actually. So, um, so a, a, a gentleman, I, so when I worked in, in the restaurant industry, um, I was at that time I was a day manager and we had a, a gentleman named Timoteo, who was a dishwasher there. And every morning we started at the same shift and we ended, we started at the same time and ended at the same time. And he was always there about five minutes before me, he beat me to the punch. And when I would show up to work every day, he gave, like, I, I always looked forward to seeing him every morning because he gave me the nicest smile and was so gentle and nice and the hardest worker. And um, when I was stressed out dealing with the restaurant, I would just come back and he, by the way, he, he barely spoke any English at all. Um, and, and like, at, like almost nothing. And I, I would come back there and just, you know, like just be with him. And, and he just brought this, a lot of peace in, in that environment. And, and I realized, um, you know, how amazing of a guy he was when um, I, I moved locations to a different restaurant. And so, and then all of a sudden I saw him working there at night. So same restaurant, same company, but what he did was he would work all day as a dishwasher at one and he didn't tell anybody. So he he was actually scared that I was gonna get him in trouble. Yeah, because he was working so many hours, yeah, yeah. Right, and you'd hop on the bus, go to a different location and work all night at the at the other location. Wow. And so then this guy was my hero. Like he was truly my hero and he always had this smile on his face. There was, you know, and so um, I started, in, you know, um, inviting him over for dinner. Um, I took him to, we have the Calgary Stampede. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but it's a pretty big event here, a big road. Yeah. yeah. And so I took him to that. Um, you know, I, I, I just spent some time with him and really tried to, you know, you know, bring him into my family a bit. And uh, just because I saw how good of a guy he was. And so anyways, he ended up going back to Mexico uh, and working for uh, the government there uh, and working in the community, supporting um, entrepreneurs and teaching young kids how to get into business. 
Uh, wow. So I love, uh, so I loved his initiative. I knew him really well, um, and I trusted everything he was doing. And I said, "How can I support you? You know, in, in any way?" And I didn't even think of this as to be part of even PPC. To be honest with you, at the time, this was just a personal initiative to want to help yeah, this guy you, out. Yeah, that's such a close relationship. Yeah, exactly. And he, he honestly, he's one of my heroes, right? Just the work ethic and the the, the way he he just approaches life. And so he, he said, yeah, you know, um, you know, you can financially support me um, if you if you'd like to and, you know, whatever you want. And so I started sending money down there. And sure enough, he turned it into a PPC thing and oh, uh, awesome. built, a ba- built a banner. And, and, oh, thing and there you go. so, yeah, so that's how that happened. But amazing, amazing guy. And yeah, it's so neat to be able to to be able to impact, you know, a place like that. So I'm doing that. And I, I mean, again, like talk about a great a great story for everybody here because again, what are we here for, right? We're here to empower yeah. this industry. Yeah. Talk about yes. a powerful story, uh, man, dude. I didn't know that was all behind that. That's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got cheers, cheers, and kudos to you. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ricky. So, as we wrap up, I did want to leave everybody. Well, a couple of things, but for the main point, talk to the small business owner that is a mom and pop, Jared, uh, the brother, sister, the, the solopreneur, um, the husband and wife, first year struggling, second year, don't think, don't know if they, they're in the right industry. Um, cause the same as you, my third year was my aha moment year. Thanks. What's some bits of advice for them to push them through, you know, yeah. uh, it's a yeah. struggle. You know that, you know, this industry is a struggle cause it's, it's, uh, it's not glamorous. Throw some tidbits out there for them to, so yeah. they know that, hey, we're listening. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay, well, for, for, first things first, I mean, it's pretty cliche to say this, but you have to work your butt off. Like, you have to go hard in this industry. If you're going to make it in the first few years at least, you don't, it's not a get rich quick right? By no means. It, it, by <laughs> no means, right? It's just not. You're not going to get rich quick, but. If you you can build a very solid business and you can do very very well and you can get rich i mean i i've seen others that have done it and i i believe i'm on my way um and so you can do it but it's not quick you know we're in year 11 now and we're, we're not rich so um so yeah you got to be patient and you got to be ready to work you got to give it your all um so that's number one um uh, number two is your people are the most important asset by far. So you have to put all your energy, if you can get the people side right of who you hire and and how you train and how you keep that relationship with them and all of that, if you get that right, you're, you're gonna do well. If you can't get that right, and that's always a struggle for you, you gotta, you gotta figure that out and quick. Yeah. Um, and so, because because the fact is is you know it's the eighty twenty rule right like you spend eighty percent of your time on the twenty percent of the people that you know the, the the worst people right so you know hire slow and fire fast um, if you're spending your time on them trim them right away right they can't be there you have to and take your time when hiring um, you know like I interview when I put a posting up I try to get anywhere from like sixty to ninety r- responses. Um, and there's a whole art to that, how to even put up a posting. Um, mm-hmm. And and then when, and then I narrow it down, I usually, you know, do about from there about 20 to 25 phone calls. Um, and then I, I narrow it down to about 10 
one-on-one interviews, right? And then from there, I hire one. So like wow. the, pro- the process, yes, yeah. to, to get one person, right? I, 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 I put so much energy and effort in there. And by the way, you know, we have about 120 custodians and to this day I've hired 90% of them. Um, and I, and I don't give you guys have HR or you are HR. I am HR. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is what I do right in the business. And I do very well because I surround myself with amazing people. Right. And if you surround yourself with amazing people, everything else falls into place. And and often people that are way smarter than me, like when we first started the business, our, our cleaners were teaching me how to clean. Like they were laughing at me. Trust me. I, I have the story of, the only two complaints we ever got for window washing, guess who did the window washing? Right, exactly. So exactly. You've got right. to, do not be afraid to like, I mean, it, yeah, no. Yes, exactly. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't. And, that, and that's, that's the great, that's the reason why I'm so successful is because I'm not good at anything. So I have to surround myself with people that are amazing, <laughs> right? Because, because people that are good at things, you know, they, they become like the technician. I don't know if you've read Michael Gerber, Emith, uh, but they become a technician and they become so good at it that they don't know how to replace themselves because no one else will do it as good as them, yeah. right? My what's the same? Like, you you got to always work to fire yourself. Right. Like fire right. yourself from your position. Exactly. Exactly. So, so take care of your people as much as, you know, really the bottom line and, and, um, and find amazing people that you're, you're happy to take care of. So yeah, awesome. that'd be my, my advice. So actually, before I let you go then, I mean, now that you've talked, cause I, get, I feel like it's, it's sales and it's staff hiring. What would you, one last tidbit is that first manager that you hired. I feel like that's a very critical moment for a bit for us as the owners that are doing the cleaning and, and trying to work on the business during the day. I remember my moment, right? But what, how, how important is it's We know it's important, but what, how did you go about doing that? Would you have done it different now? But don't you agree? Like that first per, that first manager or management level position is where you then. Take it to the next level. Yes. Do you agree? Yes, for sure. 100%. Um, so, um, how do we have time for a little story? Oh, no, it is important. Okay. This is, okay. It is. This is it an is. issue where a lot of people, uh, they're, they're stagnant in this position where it's, you know, because again, I was there, like, you, you got to trust this person. You got, you know, yeah. it is a very critical moment. So please share. Yeah. Okay, so we had we had um, we had these one this one daycare that we were cleaning. This is a story, okay? This is, yeah, bear with me. You'll see where I'm going, <laughs> but but it's a good it's a good one. So we had a one daycare that we were cleaning, and um, one evening there was it, it, our cleaners went there and they saw that there was a, a flood in the in the basement. So right away they called myself, they called my partner Aaron, and they're panicking. There's a flood down here, so Aaron and I, you know, jump in our cars, we head down there. Um, Aaron creates like a makeshift pump to get the water out and I'm on the phone and emailing every person I knew from the company trying to get a hold of someone. And sure enough, we got a hold of this gentleman named Scott. He was a new facility manager of the company. And, um, and he's like, yeah, I'm actually in the area. I'm going to drive down right now. And he came over and saw what we were doing. He was like, wow this is amazing. Um, right. Like I've never seen a cleaning company do this. Like you're pumping, pumping the water out and, you know, and yeah. Yeah. And so he happened to have his son with him, uh, whose name is Connor. 
And uh, in conversation, he, you know, Scott said, you know, maybe maybe Connor wants to work for you one day. And, uh, you know, we exchanged cards and kind of made a joke out of it and whatever. So about a few weeks later, I get a call from Scott and Scott says, hey, can you come meet with me? Um, and I met with him and he said, listen, I have um, something to tell you. Um, I, I have six months to live. I was just diagnosed with cancer, right? And, and we were like, oh my goodness. Um, but before I go, I want to give you all of our daycares. We have about 25 of them in the city. I want, I want to give them to you, uh, and, and get you that contract. Um, and so, um, and so we said that that's unbelievable. Thank you. And you know, whatever. So side story, we did get all those daycares, um, and we worked through the contract and he actually, he actually had to stop working before we completed that contract. But at the same time, I, I kept in touch with him. Um, you know, like we brought him some food. He was just a single dad with, with, uh, he had two sons and a daughter who lived elsewhere and um he was totally unfunctional and so um we were bringing them some food we were visiting with them and you know just checking in on him and i realized his son connor was actually a really high quality guy and they were fairly new to calgary and he didn't have a job or didn't have anything so i said to aaron i said Let, aaron why don't you take him out fishing spend some time with him get to know him and maybe maybe this guy could be our, our first manager and sure enough he did um, and Connor ended up being amazing. He's still with us today. Wow. Scott did, did end up passing away, but left us that legacy of those daycares. Um, and his son who is, you know, with us today is our you know, longest standing manager. So that's, that's a long yeah. story, but, but we got it right. Right. So in, right now, Jesus, so, Christ, my guy hair's on. <laughs> what the hell? So, so no, there's that, a fa yeah. How, but look at how critical and crucial that was that, Yes. I got things fall into place, but I feel like you guys initiated them to fall into place where yeah. look at where you're at today. You never know. Right? Yeah. You never That's know right. when that right person is in front of you. Um, so always be looking, right? Always be looking. Yeah. Always be, I mean Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's quite All the right. story. But yeah, so you know, anyways, we got we got really fortunate. You're right. It was it was a crucial hire that that kicked us that really helped us get that foundation and and he's done every role like he's done everything right like he's like because we had no definition of what a manager looked like at that time so it's kind of yeah. like we just need we just need help right that's all we need well that's so. i mean that's a testament to like you said it's the people that you surround yourself with yes. and the culture yes. you build mm -hmm. him being here still to this day again kudos man makes your perfect yeah, thing got it going on thanks so you got it going on appreciate it thanks man. all right so that's a wrap, Jared. How do you awesome. feel about that? Was that good? It feels amazing. Yeah, it, was, it was amazing. I, lo I love talking to you, Ricky. So, Jared, we're, what, what I'm going to do, too, is uh, in the description, if you don't mind, I'm going to drop LinkedIn, uh, your website, some contact info, because, you know, anybody else who wants to talk to you or reach out to you, if you're okay with it, um, hey, it's to them. Reach out to Jared directly, guys. Uh, it's a great story. He's a great guy, great coach, mentor. Um, dude, thank you. I appreciate it for your time, man. I appreciate you, Ricky. Thanks so All much. Right. Thanks for having me you on. Guys, that's Cleaning Cocktails. Another great episode. Until next time, peace out.